welcome. This is Claudia with a new episode of (laughs) My Little Corner of the World. Um, This episode is going to be dedicated to um, Meet the Blind Month. October is Meet the Blind Month and so I thought I would take a few minutes just to talk a little bit about what it is to be blind and um, hopefully it helps give you all a better perspective of what I do and who I am on a daily basis. So there was something that prompted this episode so I guess I should start there. I have a seeing eye dog and I have had him for about two and a half years now and he has made my life so much better in so many ways because he uh, provides me with a lot more independence than I would typically have if I were just using a cane. I have been a cane user all my life ever since I was a little girl and um, that's a long time ago Uh, but I first learned to use a cane when I was uh, like in elementary school and uh, in 2019 I decided that it was time for me to uh, venture out and do something different and what prompted that was honestly um, some situations in my life that uh, gave me a few scares Uh, there was one time when I was walking down the street and I happened to trip uh, going up the curb on the other side of the street and um, what happened was that there was a sewer grate and my cane didn't catch it so I just fell Um, and there was a car behind me but he was able to stop in time and I was close enough to Uh, the other side of the street that I think it would have been okay Um, but he stopped and he got out made sure I was okay and I probably had twisted an ankle because I kind of remember I'll be okay just let me uh, stand here uh, for a few minutes to get my get myself together and so that was one of many incidents they were never bad incidents but just uh, a feeling that I needed to do more and I needed to be more safe while I was doing it. So um, I decided to go get a dog. I went to uh, Morristown, New Jersey, and I went to a school called The Seeing Eye. And it is an amazing non-for-profit organization that helps um, totally blind and people who are legally blind, meaning still do have some vision, um, but unable to navigate that well, Um, without the help of a cane or a dog potentially and so um, I went to the seeing eye and it was the most amazing thing that I had ever experienced I think Uh, I was gone for almost a month and it was hard because I had to leave my son at home I had to leave my job Uh, so there was a lot of things that went into play in order for me to do this But looking back at the whole experience, I would never change it for anything. I never wanted a dog until, like I said, 
2018 I started thinking about it and in 2019 it actually happened um and he really has um opened a lot of avenues for me in the sense of I feel a lot safer when I'm walking in my town I feel a lot more um like I can walk a lot more quickly uh and he has saved me many, many times from bumping into um, benches or going into a construction zone when I'm not supposed to. Um, he knows that there are barriers in place. And while I might know that they're there with a cane, I might be brave and try to go around them or get through to where I need to go. And he knows that this is not something that we do. And so he would typically take me around, um, you know, whatever the obstacle is, and um, in order to get, you know, to where I want to where I want to be. It's kind of hard to explain if you've never had to do it. But um, having a dog does not mean that it knows everywhere that I want to go or every possible scenario. Um, I have to have a very good idea in my head. A visual picture if you want to say it um, but not because I've never seen a map um, so I have to have a really good understanding of what my town looks like where I turn what cross streets there are what are the major intersections things like that um, where the lights are located on you know let's say four-lane streets and that kind of thing Because if I don't know that, my dog isn't going to get me to where I need to go. So um, he only knows what I tell him to do. So if I say forward, it means that I want him to walk forward. If I say left, it means that I want him to turn, obviously left. If I say right, I want him to turn, you know. If I, there are different commands that you give him to do what you want him to do. But I am the one that has to know where I want to go. I have to make that clear because a lot of people assume that just because I have a dog that I can basically go anywhere. That's not true in the least unless you've had some experience uh, in a particular area or you're also using other tools to get to where you want to go like GPS on your phone, uh, walking directions, that kind of thing. Um, I would never throw myself out into a situation like a big city like Chicago uh, without doing some research and knowing what's around me uh, before I actually went out there to do it, even with the dog. Um, Again, you have to give, you have to know, um, you know, when you're going to turn to get to the next block or where a particular store is located on what side of the street. Um, on what, you know, um, you know, those kind of situations. So again, I think what prompted a lot of this discussion was the fact that I've had uh, several little incidents at work this week and they are nobody's fault but mine. Um, like I said, I have used a cane all my life and for blind people, um, one of the key words is mobility. Uh, what kind of training have you had to get to and from where you need to go? Um, mobility 
for me is, like I said, I used a cane for many, many years, and then I transitioned to a dog. Um, I go back and forth between the two. Um, at work, uh, I take my dog to work, and he peacefully lays under my desk all day long while I do what I do. Um, I basically work in social work, um, and I have been doing this for over 20 years uh, now, I think. <laughs> seems like a long time but um, so I take my dog to work we get into the building we get to my cubicle and then I get him settled he lays underneath my desk pretty much all day long while I do what I have to do me on the other hand I keep a cane at work and I use it to get um, around the building inside so whether I get up to go to the bathroom go to the copier go to talk to my coworkers, to, you know, um, talk about certain documents that I'm looking at or reading in terms of um, the people that I'm working with, whatever it is. Uh, so I use a cane at work. Well, I've gotten, unfortunately, very, very comfortable to the point that I don't use a cane sometimes when I am in the office, which is a definite no-no. Um, for somebody who is blind. Uh, I would never encourage this in the least. Um, it can be very dangerous. My department is very, there's only one floor and everything is flat. There are no stairways. There are no, nothing major, nothing, no major obstacles. But that is not to say that things don't happen, that people don't come in and things are, don't get delivered and pe there are boxes in the middle of the floor sometimes, things like that. So that's the reason why you want to use a cane. But like I said, I have a tendency to not. And um, so one of the things that happened to me earlier this week, and again, I have no one to blame but myself, uh, is that I was opening a door to get into an office and I had no cane and my dog was peacefully sleeping under my desk, um, which is where he's supposed to be while I do what I do. Uh, I opened a door and I stepped into a room and I thought that the door opened all the way. It did not. And I slammed into the door with my mouth. So basically I gave myself a nice fat lip <laughs> um, because I was not using a cane and so I didn't know that the door didn't open all the way and I just walked smack dab into it. So that's one of my incidences. Um, so the next day, of course, I go back to work with this fat lip. <laughs> and, you know, I, I take a lot of things in stride. I don't let things bother me too much. I, the things that happen to me sometimes, I figure it is what it is and I can't change it, but I'm not going to stop living my life. I refuse to live in fear um, just because I can't see. I still have to work. I still have to cook. I still have to clean. I still have to be responsible for me and my son and our dogs and, you know, everyday things that happen. So I can't just sit around feeling sorry for myself. And so I just keep going. Um, so the next day after the incident with the door, um, I took my dog outside and 
when you take your dog out to do their business you are supposed to put the their harness on and and um you know you put the harness on and then you use a leash and they're guiding you outside my mistake was that I didn't put the harness on him and I just took him outside with his leash well apparently he needed to go pretty badly so he was pulling me which is a big no-no but again it's not his fault it's mine because if I would have worked him meaning had his harness on his full gear on we wouldn't have had this incident because he knows that at this at this point if he has all his stuff on he is guiding me which means he needs to take me around obstacles not let me bump into things that kind of thing and I will probably dedicate another episode to um, the details of how the training actually goes and how you use a dog um, on a daily basis and that kind of thing but for purposes of this day again he only has his leash on not his full some people call it a vest but it is a harness it's a leather harness with a handle attached to it and that is what I hold on to while we walk so we went outside he pulled me and I basically slammed into a light pole uh, because he was trying to get to where he wanted to do his business and that was through no fault of his again I will take all the blame for that because he was not geared up the right way so um, that day I got a bruised face Um, you know uh, I have bruises on my shins both left and right and when I got home I felt like I had been you know possibly hit by a truck like I really don't know what that feels like but I could imagine that if I had been this is what it feels like my body was all sore my face my legs I felt like I was a hot mess (laughs) so I say all of this to tell you I share all my stories with you guys um, either on Facebook or you know by this um, process just to give you an idea of what it is um, kind of a day in the life and also share my experiences for you guys to all know that you know mobility is a very important thing for someone who is blind or visually impaired and there's a lot of training that goes in in, into it Um, you don't just know how to use a cane one day you wake up and it's given to you and it's just okay here you go this is what you do you know just they I guess what I'm saying is they don't just throw it at you and say okay use it it's not how that works Um, they train you to look for stairs with your cane Um, you tap left and right to find out what's around you before you start moving Um, sometimes I even use a cane to find things that I dropped because you use the tip of the cane to kind of um, search for things like in a grid pattern Um, you know if I dropped something on the floor it's easier when you drop something bigger than if you drop something little because there's less ground to cover Um, but there are so many aspects to mobility and you know as a blind person it is one of the things that is very 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 important um, for us on a daily basis Um, also involved in mobility is our hearing Um, I 
I don't want to say that my hearing is supersonic, but everybody that I talk to assumes that it is, and it's really not. I just think that I have had a lot of years to kind of enhance it, if that's a word. Um, I can tell you if there is something in front of me, even though I can't see it. Like, if it's um, at the height, at the level of my face, I can tell you that, let's say somebody puts a box of cereal, like that's an easy example. Uh, We're sitting at a table and if you're sitting across from me and there's nothing in between us, I know that. But if there is like, let's say a menu standing up or a box of cereal or something that's kind of tall, uh, I could tell you that. You know, I could tell you if there are things on the side of me, like if I'm walking, Uh, let's say I'm walking through an area where there are trees on both sides like I could tell that because the air currents change and um, things echo differently Uh, I could tell you when there might be an empty parking lot um, or nothing in front of me like in terms of buildings or cars or anything because it sounds a lot more open Um, so all of these tools you use you know Uh, when you're walking, commuting, day to day. And it's just part of what it is to be blind. So um, I hope this kind of gives you a little bit of insight into who I am at least and how I do things on, on an everyday basis. And I welcome questions. I welcome ideas on what other topics you might want me to touch on. Um, because we all do different things we all do things differently as blind people so what i might do is something that someone else does not do in the least and we could so talk about the things that i don't do that i should as somebody who can't see but those are uh, stories for other episodes so i hope you've enjoyed this Um, please let me know if there's content that you want me to cover um, certain topics I will do that. All right. Take care.